It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Pod. Network. This is the place that has no boundaries. No windows where the light of day might shine through. The only light here is that of a single, solitary candle. And perhaps the illumination of the mind. If you are fascinated by the world of strange, or perhaps like to gather in those dimly lit corners, and converse with those individuals who may not walk to the beat of this world's drum, then step across the threshold that leads to the room under the stairs. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and I'm one of your hosts for a wonderful show with my wonderful, great, spooky partner, Paul James Caden. And if you haven't tuned into this show before, you've arrived at the people under the stairs. The people under the stairs. And one of the guys who's been under the stairs, I think a little too darn long, is that co-host I was talking about, Paul James Caden. Let's see if he's around. Paul, are you there? <laughs> You're not being scary enough. You're going to catch hell, man. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't mention that on the last show about being, about my producer, our producer, wants me in particular. Paul's okay. They want, he wants me to be scarier. 
I don't know. I just just don't have that spooky quality, I guess. I mean, the topics can get spooky, but I don't know why I have to be. I don't know why I have to be like Boris Karloff or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself. So how the heck are you doing today, Paul? Well, you know, we're braving the heat. It's a very hot day out today. Yes, it is. Just going to the grocery store and back can sap your energy a little bit. Little tiny pinch, even in my house, which has air conditioning, of course. It's still a little on the warm side. It's having a hard time keeping up with things today. So if I'm a little grumpy, if I get spooky, if I get crazy, that'll be great for the show. But we have a great topic for today's show. If you don't mind me jumping right into it, Paul, and letting uh, folks know, I think we're going to call this one Good Ideas Gone Bad. You know, it's like uh, College Girls Gone Wild, uh, where they stand, <laughs> those kind of shows. But, uh, you know, The People Under the Stairs is about the, the paranormal, all things uh, odd and, and weird. And uh, I, I think we've got some things that'll surprise you uh, in terms of, you know, what we're considering, um, you know, ideas that started off pretty good or have some potential and, and then kind of go haywire uh, or you know, maybe aren't in the best interests of lots of people. And uh, I don't know. Paul, would you, you know what they are. Would you Would you like to, to jump in and, and, and maybe grab a hold of one of these ideas and run with it? No, man, I'm too tired. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, that's the idea. You know, it seems that... Uh... Man always comes up with ideas where he has some really good ideas that could help everyone. And then somewhere along the line, it turns into something completely terrible. Mm -hmm. And so one we wanted to talk about was uh, China. You know, we got a lot of ancient wisdom and, you know, Confucius and, you know, alternative medicines that have come out of China in the past. And, and now, you know, look at them now. Why did they take this turn? that they've taken now why did they decide to come away from all that philosophy and mind body spirit you know kind of way of living and embrace this uh you know kind of surveillance state and uh, almost almost like communism you know where no, nobody really has any any rights it, it doesn't seem you have to be uh 100% for the government or you, you could be thrown in jail if you're even in a bad mood walking down the street. Yeah, uh, they just had, uh, I guess, what would be a very light prison sentence in China, 219 year prison sentence for a guy who sent a missile chip uh, to somebody. Um, you know, uh, that's a pretty stiff sentence, I would say. You know? Yeah. Uh, the rioting in Hong Kong, in case people don't know what that's about. I mean, you know, when the British gave up the, the crown colony of Hong Kong, uh, you know, ceded that back to China, there's a 50 year kind of uh, phase in period. And uh, people are a, a little bit uh, wired about that because, uh, you know, the government in China is now saying they want to be able to extradite people from Hong Kong back to mainland China. So if you've been watching the news or listening to the news or, you know, following the news, as one would say, and you're seeing, uh, you know, almost a third of the country rioting and tearing up the place. And, you know, that's why they're doing that. It's not a joke. Artificial intelligence and surveillance, as Paul said, uh, 
attitude uh, monitoring, uh, you know, spying on people. Man, that's that's all the rage. They're the uh, they're the a number one uh, joint in the world uh, in terms of my research. And you know, Paul, you talked about their country, and, you said, and we were talking about that before. You know, is, is could you say that China is uh, is really a communist country? When you look under definitions, try and get one straight one. Uh, you know, one source will tell you that China is a unitary one-party socialist republic. Another source will tell you that it's a republic, it's a unitary state, it's a socialist state, a communist state, a one-party state, and the people's democratic dictatorship. Mm. How about that for a mouthful of cheese? <laughs> I, the, I I love that one. The people's democratic... Uh, I didn't know you could have a democratic dictatorship, but yeah, I guess so. You know, if everybody says, yeah, it's okay, you, know, you could be dictator. But... Um, so, well, I, why do you think, Stan? Why, why do you think that, with all that China has given us in the past, you know, again, the, that wisdom and the a lot of the alternative medicines that we practice, you know, in the United States today and all over the world, mm. why do you think they would choose to take this turn to become this dictatorship where certain religion and spirituality isn't even allowed? You're you're not mm -hmm. allowed even be a human being or an individual. Why yeah. do you think somebody would on the line say, well, hey, we're, we're gonna depart from all of that and and become this, you know, very, very angry, very um, uh, dictative, uh, you know, country where, where nobody seems to have any rights. Well, you know, I think they've got a long, I, I think they're doing the same thing they've always done, but they just have a different name for it. And, uh, you know, the first thing you, you got to look at is you, you got to realize that I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that China is the world's most populated um, country. And I, I do know what the population is. It's about 1.4 billion people. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the third uh, or fourth largest country by total area. So it's a huge place, and it always has been historically. And you know, there's a funny thing. There's uh, I'm a big history buff, and uh, I'm always a big fan of Marco Polo, who of course uh, you know was famous for visiting China, and uh, under the reign of the Kublai Khan. And China is as China is the country that invented the bureaucracy. You know, China is hmm. the country that would be easily conquered by other, you know, by other, uh, you know, by other invaders like the Huns and the Mongols and, and various other people over, over their thousands and thousands of years of history. But you know what the, the, the key to China was? China was so vast. China was so large. China had so many different languages and China had such a bureaucracy, including such great wealth, that China was able to absorb any invader. People would come in and invade China and think they were going to take China over, and they, they really couldn't rule it. The bureaucracy ruled China. You know, the, the invaders became more like the Chinese. And isn't that what China's doing with capitalism and the markets? They've made it into a hybrid. They've, uh, they've gone away from communism and socialism, but it was really a communist state, but they've gone away from that. And they've got this kind of friggin' hybrid. Uh, that is is a just what I think just what it says. It's a, a unitary dictatorship. 
you know, or a, a one-party socialist republic where, you know, the uh, the government owns the means and the uh, and doesn't own it all, but it has this limited version of democracy for people. China has more billionaires now than anybody else, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's kind of figured it out. It's uh, you know, it's looking at the world and it's tired of being poor from a great country, and they figured it out and and they're assimilating. The global markets there you know that's how i see it i may be wrong you know it, I, I saw a, a report that said how did the chinese people feel about uh xi ping uh you know the the leader the president uh you know taking over for life he just made himself you know leader for life and people there say we're we're we'll give up our freedom because we have more money now Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's... A burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. So it's another country like our country and other countries. They're giving up everything for profits, 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 and more profits. That's not communism. That's that's some hybrid. And I yeah. think the Chinese have, you know, figured it out. It's it's just a you know a perverse system like we have. What do you think? Yeah, I'm wondering how long it's going to take us to, uh, you know, catch up to China and have the same uh, same kind of system here. Well, there, there was just a little ways back where everybody was saying, oh, you know, it was I think it was China and Sweden were the the, the great models of uh, how a country should be run and what a democracy should look like or whatever the hell they have. And uh, that was kind of scary, you know, to, to hold China up to say, yeah, this. This is what we should aspire to be. I mean, this is probably three, four years back or so, but they were held up as the model. And, I, and, I, and I'm kind of wondering uh, if they still are in the minds of some of our very uh, loopy politicians out there. Well, I think that's why we have the trade wars with them is because, uh, you know, our economy is still bigger than theirs. And, uh, you know, and it's way bigger than uh, Russia's. But uh, they are the emerging, uh, the emerging giant, and what they're doing is what we did many, many years ago. They're getting involved in countries all over the world, and uh, particularly in Africa, where there's, uh, you know, the metals that are needed for the uh, computer industries and for military industries and things like that, and other places that they would never have influence before. They're trying to, you know, influence uh, other countries to have more markets. So. They may say they're a communist state or a socialist state, but it's 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 again, it's really some kind of hybrid that mixes in uh, global capitalism. And uh, at least my impression of it and, and, you know, one party system. 
you know, it's uh, and and it's it's kind of like our country where you have like a Jeff Bezos owns thirty eight to forty percent of the you know economy you know from Amazon of the country. That's a huge monopoly. That's crazy. Yeah. And you know we shouldn't allow that. We shouldn't allow that at all. And you know how does religion fit into that? You know who wants that? You don't you don't want religion in socialist countries necessarily, or uh, you know one party systems or dictatorships. The religion has never been the uh, the friend of those kind of things, of those kind of countries. You know, or um, or any um, you know any kind of philosophy like that. You know, that that would be my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, I always found it very interesting that those particular kinds of um, systems, you know, communism and whatever the hybrid that China has right now, mm-hmm. the threat they have, why, why, they, why they want to oppress religion so much. Is, be, is it because it will make people think more, think for themselves, think that they want a better way, uh, a more moral government? No, I, you're, you're, I think oh, I'm sorry, Paul. You're you're more the history buff, you know. I, I'm not uh, so much on some things, but uh, that's always puzzled me, you know. Like why why couldn't you have those systems, but then let people just be free to practice whatever religion that they want? Why suppress it? Why execute people? Put people in jail for you know owning a certain holy book or practicing a certain faith? What, what, what's your take on that? Why, why this would happen as well? Well, I think that's because uh, when you look back at the, uh, when things like Marxism, which is the, you know, the founding, uh, you know, those are the fundamentals of communism and socialism and things like that. Uh, when you look at those kinds of things, uh, religion wants to historically, you know, wanted to be powerful unto itself. You know, whether it be the Catholic Church, uh, look at all the power. I mean, they, Jesus Christ, they literally ruled the Western civilized world. You know, you couldn't, mm. you, there might have been a king of England, but he, he didn't want to be excommunicated, did he? Yeah. <laughs> so they were viewed as the enemy. And, and uh, you know, Marxism, and we can equate that, you know, we can say Marxism, uh, socialism, and communism. They're not the same thing. They're, they all have differences to them, but they have similarities too. You know, they don't want to um, they don't want to uh, compete with religion. And they don't want to, you know, their view of the class system, you know, I don't think religion fits into that. I think when you look at Christianity, particularly, I mean, you know, you know, religion has used that thing. Slaves obey your masters. Masters be good to your slave, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. And then in these particular movements, uh, you know, they're there where uh, uh, the movements are there to make massive changes. And, you know, it's about class struggle. They're not, they're not going to say to to sit there and uh, worship some guy in the sky or have some kind of uh, peaceful, um, you know, Buddhism or something like that. They, they, they want a more radical change to things. It was interesting to watch uh, i know you watched it i don't know if uh maybe some of the listeners have watched the show maybe uh they haven't and they can on hbo which was the the miniseries on chernobyl oh yeah and to see how they uh they talk about the state 
you know, almost like you, you would see the, uh, the very fanatical religious groups, you know, you know, we must have faith in God or faith in the Bible or, faith in, mm-hmm. you know, only, only their thing was we, we must have faith in the state. If the state says it, it is so, you know, it was, it was almost like a religion unto itself, but replaced God, Quran, Bible, or what have you with the state. Everything was the state. You know, the state was the word of <laughs> almost the word of God. And I, I found that very interesting that it was almost, almost like a political, uh, uh, a political religion that that worshipped the state. You know, yeah, than, I, I would agree with you. It's uh, if you look at Marxism, uh, classic stuff in Marxism. I'm, I can't say that I'm an expert on that. I, you know, I'm not a Marxist, uh, but I can remember some things from college. Or, you know, it's it's easy to look things up. But Marxism to me is very. It, it, you can make it simple, simple, but it's not. It's a very complex system. It's really about the dictatorship of the proletariat. And the proletariat, for those people listening to the show, is the class of modern wage laborers. Those that, that's the working people. They don't have any means of production on their own. They're, they, you know, they, they have to sell their labor power in order to live. Uh, and when you're in a capitalist society, uh, in, and Marx was against that in great things, the production uh, you know, has... They create people who have owned the means of production exploit the proletarian. And uh, what they do is they, you know, just what you see now, you see people, you know, making these crazy corporations uh, doing things just for profits only. So, you know, Marx's view of that, the way I understand it, would be that, uh, you know, you're taking advantage of of the working people. And yeah, they are. Those people who have uh, have the means of production, you know, those people who do buy the labor and stuff like that, they're the, you know, the, the they're the bourgeois, the bourgeoisie, the bourgeoisie, however like you like to pronounce it. They're the middle class. That's the small businessmen. That's all those other people, you know, people like that, and landlords, things like that. People who have a class. You know, there's a class system. They have wealth and power. You know, so Marxism is all into class consciousness. And right. uh, religion, I think, goes across that, does it differently. So, you know, they're going to be at loggerheads. That makes sense to you? It does. And that, that was number two on our list that we kind of bled into was, uh, you know, good ideas gone bad. Is that, oh, yeah. uh, th- this is a number of years ago. I was watching some, um, I don't know even why I watched it. I, I think it was a documentary actually on philosophy and they had Marx in there saying, you know, he actually had, uh, not all of his ideas were bad. You know, he wanted, oh, of course not. Uh, yeah. a, a, as you said, you know, taking care of the worker, uh, the worker, uh, I believe, uh, was to do a job that they felt was satisfying to them or, you know, utilize their talents. I think the workday was supposed to be shorter and there was more time for leisure and the arts and literature. Mm-hmm. You know, so there were a lot of things in there that made it sound like, well, yeah, the, the working man's going to get the fair wage. He's not going to work, you know, 24 seven in a sweatshop. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to have time for, you know, family and leisure and, and arts and literature and entertainment. But again, you know, as you said, it's, it's, it's a complex system. And apparently those who, got a hold of it and tried to make that system work 
took all the bad parts, uh, added to it. <laughs> it never seemed any of the good ones ever really uh, came into play for anybody who was ever under communist rule. So, again, you know, some good ideas, you know, that, that could have been hashed out. I, I feel from what I understand in a more positive direction. But as we said before the podcast, it just seems that man cannot hold his shit together. He, he always has to. It's, so it always comes down to the greed and the power. And that seems to corrupt everything. Everything man does. The greatest of ideas end up deteriorating from the inside out and just they, they become Frankensteins almost. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, and that's uh, that's the point of George Orwell's book, Animal Farm. Remember that book that you read in high school, Animal Farm? I know the book. I've never actually read it. Oh, my goodness. It's it's world famous. It's where the animals, uh, you know, they all they're anthropomorphized in the book. They're all being taken advantage by the farmers and everything else like that. And the animals take over the world. They take over from the humans, you know, because they're all being uh, they're, they're all the, the animals are all the proletariat. They're all taken advantage of in that class. And the human beings, you know, send them off to the slaughterhouse after they've been this way or the other thing. And uh, uh, what happens in the book is spoiler alert. I'm sure everybody can, can read that in the end. The same people who form the communes and form this kind of socialist, communist, Marxist kind of, um, you know, class struggle, a dictatorship of the proletariat, all the animals are supposed to be equal. Well, some people become more equal than others. And the same right. thing happens. Uh, it's why my, as a matter of fact, it's why um, uh, my theme music for my show, Just Thinking, is by the Who. Won't, won't get fooled again. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Listen to the song. How with the old boss and with the, you know, and with the new boss. It's the same boss, right? It always is. It, it, it definitely always is. Well, it, 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 seems, it, it seems to be a pattern, to be sure, with human and, and, beings. And you can, you can sprinkle into that, this conversation, even looking at the, the AI and the technology that we have, and rather than using it for good, because there's a lot of stuff out there, including artificial intelligence, that, that could really be... Uh, you know, a good assist for a man and, and make his life better, easier, you know, but we have to mess with it to such a degree where, well, now, you know, the damn thing could take over the world and it, it could become the Terminator. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not a joke. Why do we, why do we always step over that line and, and make these things disastrous? Well, because it, it only hurts us, you know, and the planet in the end. Mm -hmm. There's nobody who's not affected by these decisions one way or another, even mm -hmm. though we think they are the ruling class and the untouchables. It, it, it touches them eventually, even mm -hmm. if someone else rises up and said, well, hey, we've had enough of your, your crap. We're going to uh, blast you down with our, uh, our, our little... Uh, resistance military here and that's going to be the end of you you know mm -hmm. so one way or another it affects everybody in a very negative way mm -hmm. well it's like the famous statement about uh i know you wanted to talk about the wealth version of religions you know the people who practice this uh this idea that you know if you um engage in religion you're going to get great wealth 
It's uh, the wonderful statement. I think it's attributed to George Bernard Shaw, Shaw, the famous playwright. He says the only problem with Christianity is nobody's ever tried it. Yep. And, uh, yeah, if you look at what people are doing in the name of Christianity or other religions, sometimes you'd say, have they read the same New Testament that I've read? Or have they said, have they read the same Koran that I've read? Did they read the same uh, Book of Mormon that I read? Or, you know, whatever it is, whatever the religion is or the system of things. It's like the show I did for the 4th of July on American democracy, which is very wonderful. I know I have several friends who are... Um, anarchists and libertarians and they keep saying you know all government is bad well you know the reason you have to have a government is because there's a balance between the liberty of people and order mm-hmm. in your world that's just the reality right you, you can't have can you imagine if china said we were going to use uh we were going to use a libertarian system how could you do that with 1.4 billion people <laughs> Now, people people take those same ideas with communism and, you know, capitalism and democracy. And they'll say, oh, what what do you mean? I should make a lot of money. Uh, I should make a lot of money. Why should I pay you more than you're worth? I'm really hurting you. They rationalize things. They, you know, they don't have benevolent, patriotic, uh, you know, good versions of capitalism. They don't have, um, you know, spiritually sound versions of religion or government or medicine. Or or science, you know. That's why all the you know when you'd watch all those science fiction pictures from the fifties and sixties, it was always about some mad scientist destroying the world, right? Yep, that's truth. Or you know, hiding on a place and inventing something because, uh, or he wasn't going to give mankind the key to his secret because they weren't ready for it. That kind of stuff. That's because that seems to be what human beings do. Sadly, you know, it is. Oh, and, and, and speaking of the spiritual element, that, that was our third one we were going to touch on, was mm-hmm. the, the, the prosperity gospel. Now, yes, th- this started out as something called the, the word of faith movement. And basically, uh, its teachings were, you know, just from the Bible. Yes, Jesus said you can believe in God when you pray. All things are possible. Uh, God is more loving. And, and I was actually a part of that at one time. Uh, in in the early 90s and i found it to be quite positive because i had an upbringing of a very negative uh you know religion and again i i you know you might not agree with all the things all the people teach mm. but it was kind of and a lot of people really it really resonated with them and and i thought as i said to you the other day we were talking about this show mm-hmm. think had it stayed on track it it could have become one of the greatest spiritual movements, you know, in the world, because this, this was popular, you know, worldwide, even the prosperity gospel is, but somewhere along the line, uh, a group of people started to realize, again, there was a lot of money to be made by give and it shall be given to you. And you can give by sending into this ministry and little by little word of faith became prosperity gospel. And there were actually a couple of people in the movement uh, older people who were there at the, the beginning of this whole word of faith who uh, called meetings and said, hey, we, we, we need to stop what this is becoming because this this is not what we're about. This is not biblical. This is going to. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine and it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. 
It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hurt a lot of people and hurt a lot of, uh, you know, people in ministries. And they were completely ignored because people's eyes just got dollar signs at that point, And they, they, mm-hmm. they really jumped ship and, and went on their own way to, you know, become what it is now. You know, so again, a, a really great idea, spiritual idea that was incredibly popular and, and it, it resonated with so many people. And then again, it was destroyed because of greed, money, power. And now it's nothing but a laughing stock. The whole thing is becoming a joke. You look at this guy, Kenneth Copeland, that, that was uh, trending a couple of weeks ago because of his yeah. interview. You know, it's it's sad. It's it, it's sad that it's become that. And, and again, just another good idea. Completely gutted by by the greed and stupidity of of man. Well, a great person agrees with you, and it was Albert Einstein. He agreed with you, uh, and, and he would agree with uh, us doing this show. And he had a wonderful quote, if I can use it. I love, I, I love to research homilies and quotes and information. And he said, only two things are infinite. And remember, folks, Einstein was the guy with the theory of relativity equals MC square, you know, all that stuff. But he said only two things are infinite. And think about religion. It's supposed to be infinite, right? But I'll repeat it a third time. Only two things are infinite. The universe and human stupidity. And then he (laughs) said, and I'm not sure about the former. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And if you if you if you take that one last time, only uh, only two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the former. What he's saying is, hey, man, I'm the guy who developed the theory of the equal sum C square about the, the universe being infinite. And I'm not even sure about that. But the one thing I'm sure about is that human beings are pretty damn stupid. And, uh, you know, that, that's a good that's a good statement and a bad statement on people at the same time, because it. It tells you so many things about religion and philosophy and how to deal with people and the normal and the paranormal and how these systems are corrupted because people are, you know, they're stupid. They don't they don't see the wisdom in doing the right thing. Many times they're easily led. They're easily led astray by their greed, by their foolishness, you know, and uh, the things that we bring up are, 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 are the ones that um, are good examples of that. And I couldn't think of a better one than uh, the one that you talked about was the blood transfusions, Paul. Uh, we were talking about something. It's uh, the, the corporation's called Ambrosia. And uh, Paul can jump back to uh, religion if he wants. But this is a, a company that's uh, actually in the process of doing blood transfusions from young people to old people. And the premise is, is that... Um, 
young blood transfusions are going to help disease and uh, help old people uh, lead better lives and not have Alzheimer's or other kinds of things. And this is actually going on, uh, you know, going on right now since 2017. The FDA says don't do this, but there's an Ambrosia Corporation, and they charge. They were charging at least in 2017 for the stuff that I have, eight thousand bucks for a transfusion, and you need a whole series of them. Yep. These are out of pocket, and uh, you know, uh, they they say that they have uh, you know um, videos of saying the effects of these things and everything else like that. And uh, most reputable uh, sources are saying, "Hey, man, that just isn't the case. That just isn't so." You know, what have you heard about this, Paul? And what do you think about it? Yeah, there, there's a little video clip where they they have it on the news on YouTube. And they have uh, one of the people from the Ambrosia Company saying that it could reverse the aging process. As you said, Alzheimer's, different diseases, people that have lost their hair. They've seen hair grow back, you know, so they're they're pretty much saying this could be the fountain of youth and a, and a great cure all for many of the maladies that afflict human beings. So I, I don't necessarily think that that's a good idea gone bad. This is just a, a bad idea from the get go. And, and it is something is something I think down the line we should uh, maybe do a, a full show on with all the implications. And, mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's really it's really peculiar. Well, you know where they get this from? They get this from uh, plasma transfusions and blood transfusions have been used for quite a long time. And it's used for SSA, which is uh, severe aplastic anemia. And that's mm-hmm. a rare condition that stops the body from making enough blood cells, you know. And uh, there seem to be, uh, from the little research that I did, there seem to be three different kinds of blood cells that are affected by the SSA. And one are red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets. So... You know, that's a that's a standard medical procedure that you would use with people who have severe aplastic anemia and they would do better. Am I correct? Because their body isn't producing that. I mean, you and I could get plasma if uh, we had anemia uh, or we were shot and lost blood or anything else like that. And our our health would improve. But uh, no, it's not a fountain of youth. And when you when you think about that, about the foolishness of people now. Even though that's a hefty price at eight thousand bucks a transfusion, I don't know how many of that, that you need—eight or twelve of these things, whatever they say. Look at all the billionaires and millionaires and wealthy people in the world. Do you think that if you could have an anti-aging fountain of youth thing, that you wouldn't scrape up eight thousand bucks a shot to do that? That Mick Jagger wouldn't be looking like he's forty-five, <laughs> right? You know, people and, would do these kind of things to, they would have blood transfusions if they were heroin addicts and things like that, because the premise would be that they would clean out some of that stuff from your blood, you know, but it wasn't making you younger or anything else like that. So there really isn't, um, it, it, this is really a lot of shysterism and kind of stuff and wishful thinking uh, with people, at least with the research that I've done and uh, not something you want to get involved in. You know, you don't want to give your money to Kenneth Copeland and you don't want to be paying 8000 bucks a bag for blood transfusions. Thinking your hair's going to grow back. Some people think it's the equivalent of, uh, what was it, Elizabeth uh, Bathory that 
bathed in the blood of the virgins or whatever, thinking it would give her yeah. her eternal youth. <laughs> yeah, and it's another one of those crazy leaps. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a thing that's called parabiosis. And uh, they kind of manipulated this where scientists would do this with blood from younger mice to older mice. And the older mice would have some benefits to it. Nothing of any, any, anything that was, uh, you know, wild. And the older mice, if they gave blood to younger mice, I mean, other than just having, you know, more plasma or more blood, it really wouldn't do as much as the, from the younger to the older. But the, the same scientists would sit there and they would connect the, um, the arteries from one mouse to another mouse, which would mean you and I would be sharing organs like right. a heart, a spleen, and a liver. And, you know, it would be an old mouse and a younger mouse. Now, when you did that, that parabiosis, uh, there would be some slight improvements with the older person. So, of course, these people grabbed onto it and said, see, it's young blood. No, it's not. This is where people are, this is where you need science involved here. This is where you're confusing uh, correlation with causation. The only thing, that's, the, the correlation is that it's blood. The causation seems to be that the blood is being pumped through a younger heart a spleen, a liver that are functioning way better than the older one, right? Right. It's it's, it's going to be like uh, you know you getting a new gallbladder or a new liver if you have cirrhosis of the liver. Of course, you're going to function better. It has nothing to do with the blood flowing through. It has to do with your liver. So, buyer beware. So another idea. I mean, it's you know Ponce de Leon was doing that, looking for the fountain of youth in Florida. But, uh, you know, here it is 2019 and people are doing the same thing or, you know, invent wonderful artificial intelligence algorithms. And what do they do? They're checking to see if you've got a bad attitude, man. Not a good thing. So what do you think, Paul? You think we've 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 wrapped up this this topic today for for the for the limits of our show. We should come back and, and do another show on it or some other spinoffs on this. Well, there could always be spinoffs if we find it to be uh, necessary, but yeah, I think it was a uh, good food for thought. And I think, again, the premise for people to really watch and think about is the good ideas going bad. You know, why uh, maybe somewhere in the future, maybe maybe this podcast could be, uh, you know, an intellectual seed for somebody <laughs> who, will, who will hear it and grow up and say, geez you know let's let's change that for uh, for once and come up with a good idea and keep it good there you, you know, go wouldn't wouldn't that be a hoot to actually do something that benefits uh, people and the planet and not tamper with it or turn it into something that's just another greed and power machine mm-hmm. well i think we try and do a lot of that with our shows and i like that whether we're talking about AI or other issues like that, we try and inform people. I mean, you don't have to believe us. Check it out yourself. If you, you know, uh, Marxism has been popular and uh, in our country, around the world, and everything else like that for a long time, and it's fallen in and out of favor um, many times. Check it out. These things with medicine, these things with computers. You know, we, a lot of the stuff we throw out there is like a public service. You know, so that you think about it critically. Well, any closing words, Paul? Yeah, I think next time, next time we want to talk about the throttle and the bottle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the throttle and the bottle. I like that one. 
How can people reach you, buddy, if they want to get a hold of you and any new shows that you're doing or anything else like that? Yeah, they can, they can reach me at nocturnalmagicgmail.com. Uh, they can listen to my other podcasts, 1159 and Spiritualist Talk. Uh, or look me up on Facebook and shoot me a message. I always say I'm, I'm not hard to find. If you Google my name, I have three pages that come up. You can find me one way or another. That's great. And if you guys want to see me or hear my other shows, you can get Stan Wangland at Just Thinking. It's on all the platforms. Uh, and uh, it, within the context of that show, there's also your Daily Awakening. Uh, you can hit those up also. They're part of the um, the format. Uh, it's connected to that show, uh, but on a separate feed. Uh, so you can have fun listening to those really upbeat things that are five or six minutes long to kind of start your day off in a positive direction. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can get in touch with me at swangland. That's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at swangland. And at Facebook, it's Stanley Wangland. So with that, I'm going to say you guys have a great week. And we'll catch you next week with another show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, thank you so much for being such wonderful supporters of the Inspired Podcast. You guys are truly awesome and which I consider every single one of you a family member. And with that said, as a family, we all need to help each other out. Whenever one is fallen, we need to reach over and help pick them up, which brothers and sisters, I'm one of those people that are fallen right now, meaning... I have medical condition called spinal stenosis and degenerative disc disease, which means that I have three ruptured discs. That's right. There's times where my wife has to physically get me out of bed just to dress me so I can go to work. And there's times where she has to bathe me and there's times where she has to clean me because I messed myself due to hurting so bad. And, like, the main thing, guys, is that I need surgery. My insurance, they're being buttheads right now. They are asking for $3,000 down. The God honest truth, guys, is that I don't have it. So what I'm asking for you to do is please help me by donating to my surgery fund. If you would like to donate, please go to my Twitter page at IamCHM911. And please click on my supportful page and so far we have raised over a thousand dollars of our three thousand dollar goal we are almost there guys please every little bit helps and all i simply want to do is be the best father be the best husband and be the best man of god that i'm made to be all i'm asking for is to be able to to wake up pain free you guys can help me do that so please, if you are interested, please go to my Twitter page and click on my supportful link. Every little bit helps from a dollar to a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. I'm grateful no matter what. So guys, thank you so much. My family will be grateful. Thank you. God bless you and have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to it.
Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's cutting into your exercise time. (laughs) It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.